It's time for Crack the Customer Code, the ultimate podcast to help you unlock the secrets to understanding and connecting with your customers. Now, it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. Now, Jeannie, we're all about the data and the science here, but I'd like to get your anecdotal opinion because we, well, we share those all the time here, don't we? <laughs> Do you think now, sort of, I don't want to use post-pandemic, but, uh, you know, now that we've had a good bit of the pandemic behind us, hopefully, do you think customers are more or less tolerant of effort or hassle in the customer journey now? Oof. Well, I think we are seeing a lot of customers acting out when they aren't treated in a way that they think is convenient. So I think right now the tolerance level for making me do the work as a customer uh, is pretty low. I would agree. Anecdotally, I would agree. And I think we uh, there's there's some data to support it. But I wanted to get your opinion first, because what we're I think we're all seeing in the news and with our clients and in our organizations, if we're in-house, is that customers and employees, which I think we can uh, talk about a little bit today, really are less tolerant of having to make an effort. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the customer effort score came out, gosh, I don't even know now, uh, but, you know, early, like 2014-ish. I'm guessing y'all forgive me. um, But, you know, it's it's been a long time and we've been talking about effort for a long time. And I think it's time to reflect on, has it gained in importance? Mm -hmm. Because there's always been, I won't say like controversy, but just you know, dispute. Is NPS a better indicator? Is effort a better indicator? Is satisfaction? Is it all the same? Uh, But I I wonder if we're seeing uh, effort moving up in importance now. Well, let's just address the the magic metric mythology (laughs) because (laughs) (laughs) there is no magic metric and it depends how and where you use them and what exactly you want to measure (laughs) and what industry you're in and all those things. But essentially what I like about customer effort score is it can be applied to things that people are uh, looking for right now, including uh, customers have reported that they want to do more things themselves. They actually want to find answers in on their own instead of necessarily calling into customer support or customer service. So customer effort score is a great way to actually look at, did you find this easily? And I think to your point, which is a little broader philosophically is, you know, in general, we have been moving towards a more effortless journey for customers. That's kind of been the end goal for a lot of organizations. And when I talk to leaders, they often say, well, our goal is to have an effortless customer experience. And I, you know, when I hear that, I'm like, is that like floating in bed and somebody brings you things when you just think of them? Like there's always some effort involved with the customer. But I think, you know, what some of the changes that happened during the pandemic and during the lockdowns actually served people in a more effortless way. And so I think customers are appreciating that and they're realizing like, hey, it's kind of nice it's kind of nice when I don't have to park my car. It's kind of nice when I get to, you know, order something on my phone and it arrives the same day. Um, All of those things. So I think that there is this attitude of the more convenient you can make it for me, the less effort, the better. And so I do think the stakes are higher and I think we have higher expectations. And I would take that uh, it's kind of nice comment a Mm -hmm. little bit further. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. my habit now. 
(laughs) My habit is for all of my groceries to show up at my door. I don't have to go to that messy store anymore unless I want good produce. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that it's, I think it's, it's past preference. It's habit. And when you want to break someone's habit, especially when it's a habit they enjoy, Mm -hmm. uh, you are fighting not only an uphill battle, but in the uh, context of customer experience, a losing battle. Uh, But we have some data. Uh, I'll use data today instead of data. I'm, I know you I'll like use data. All you the use time. data. I'll use data. Okay. Uh, but so there's a Cytel study and uh, from recent from 2021, and they asked what attributes are most closely associated with a brand's commitment to the delivery of a positive customer experience. What? How do how do customers view this? Mm-hmm. And if you look at the three the top three answers, uh, I think you're going to see a very big correlation to our topic. 69% helpful and friendly staff. Uh, 53% fast response to questions, and 51% an easy-to-use website. Hmm. Uh, now wonder, that, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wonder how people are even defining websites anymore. Like, is it, <laughs> exactly. I, you know, it, the digital experience is so nuanced and broad now, it's, it's interesting that they're defining it by a website. Yeah, it is interesting whether that would include app or not, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I use uh, Amazon or just or the Amazon app, right? right. I may use both or the same for like the delivery companies for groceries. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, there's a study I used to use. I have a speech because, and I talk about hassle, which we can talk about the differentiation between hassle and uh, effort if you'd like in a minute, because um, I do differentiate between those two. But I have the speech from hassle to hero. And I used to share the study from PwC, and it was just a quadrant, right? It was the most important uh, things customers found the most valued most, and it was uh, what was most important to them and what they were willing to pay more for. And in the top of this quadrant, the thing that scored the five things that scored the most were efficiency, convenience, knowledgeable service, easy payment, and friendly service. Mm-hmm. And what I would always point out is the opposite of all these things. Uh, of four of these things are hassle, inefficiency, yeah. inconvenience, yep. incompetent service, <laughs> difficult payment. The old, so out of the five, out of the five things people wanted most, customers wanted most. Four of them were directly related to hassle. Friendly mm-hmm. service is a little bit different. Uh, this has always been a thing, and what I think we're seeing is that the b- patterns of behavior have shifted so much. That not only is it sort of locked in, but it's, you know, augmented, it's increased, it's more important. Yeah. And not only that, but the customers who care about these things have shifted as well. Like the the most, the group that adapted to the technology and digital ordering and things like that the most were baby boomers. They were the ones who really decided, you know what, I've never done this before, but I need to do this. They're now reporting that they prefer this way, that they are used to, to your point, you know, groceries arriving because now they've mastered the digital ordering, the thing that they thought they couldn't do or they didn't put in the effort to learn. Now they've done that. And so I think that's the other side of this is not only what are the processes and the actual experience and the journey, but who are your customers now? What are they expecting? How can you actually deliver what they're looking for after coming out of everything and and if we're taking things away there's another side of this that uh because things are so easy there's been a little bit of an uptick in fraud um and so some retailers are actually starting to put effort into returns and things like that that used to be all about removing those barriers so i think we're going to see a little bit of that back and forth too of how can we 
address those real issues like fraud, but also make sure that we're not adding effort for the sake of that's the way it's always been done or that's the way that we can save costs without thinking through the entire journey and the entire expectations that our customers have. And that, and that fraud's in both directions, right? I mean, there's ha there's hassle from the standpoint of security and privacy as well. Right, right. Uh, and particularly because it's just a different level when somebody's on the other end of a computer connection than when they're standing in front of you, mm -hmm. right? There mm -hmm. are, I mean, there it's just a different type of fraud and a different type of thing. Different types of things are possible in those different contexts. Yep, yep. So, so I think we've wrapped this up by saying, you know what, effort. What what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the two takeaways. Uh, one is just remember that it is habit now in most mm -hmm. cases. It is ingrained. It is not. It is an expectation that has moved. Right. The, you know, we talk about customer yeah. expectations. The line has moved. Uh, that's the reactive part. What I would suggest is there's also a proactive lesson to take away from this, which is. Uh, look how powerful it is if you can encourage your customers and help them develop habits that uh, are good both for you and them. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think overall, this is about what we talk about a lot, which is understanding your customers, understanding their expectations, and understanding the shifting marketplace that we're all living through. And really making sure that you're addressing those things in a way that is convenient, that is reduced effort, but you know, respects where people are on their journey. Well, we're going to make this episode as hassle-free and effort-free <laughs> as possible, effortless for you as possible. And as always, we so appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a C-Suite radio partner, so be sure to check out all the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can find me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm out of pork, and you can find me at CustomersThatStick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.